wants to be loved by somebody. Yeah. Take a number, take a walk, and come home. Everybody. Hello, we want to welcome you to Coffee Building Ministries. I'm Brother Carlisle E. Williams. We just want to say thank you for joining our broadcast on Instagram, YouTube, and all streaming services. Thank you for just lifting us up and contacting us and giving us a call, just wishing us well and giving us just uplifting conversations. Thank you for joining Coffee Global Inc. Ministries, Dr. Kiki Michelle Singletary Williams, and myself, Brother Carlisle E. Williams. Let's go to scripture. Go to the book of Psalms. Psalm 68, the 11th verse, as it reads, The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Kings of armies did flee apace. And she that tarried at home, divided the spoil. Though ye have blamed among the pots, ye shall ye be as the wings of a dove, covered with silver and her feathers with yellow gold. When the Almighty scattered kings in it, it was white as snow in Salmon. The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan, and high hill as the hill of Bashan. Why leap ye? Ye high hills, this is the hill which God desired to dwell in. Ye, the Lord, will dwell in it forever. I have read to you Psalms 68, chapter 11, verse through the 16th. May the Lord have a blessing to the hearers and the doers of his word. Let us go to the program of grace. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for starting us on today's journey, Father. Thank you, Lord, for touching us with the finger of love, starting us into this daily life. Breathing fresh anointing on us, waking us up this morning, closing our right mind. Father, I just want to say thank you, Lord, for my life. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me to see another birthday Lord, I just want to say thank you for all that you're about to do in our lives, what you have already done. Father, continue to bless our family members one by one, name by name. Touch those that are listening on the sound of my voice. Touch those family members that stand in need of prayer. Touch those that are sick on their bed of affliction. Father, we thank you, Lord, for just being a comfort, oh Lord, for those who are bereaved. Thank you, Lord, for being a comfort, Lord, for those who stand in need of the Lord, for whatever it may be. 
Thank you for feeding those that are hungry. Thank you for giving those shelter over our heads, oh Lord. Thank you for giving us those that are in standing in the need of prayer, Lord, for whatever reason there might be. Father God, bless our ministry. Bless those that are standing in leadership positions. From the White House, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for those that are in the White House making decisions. Lord, touch those families that's in war countries. Bless them that they may to rebound. Touch those that are in the storm areas of Florida, along the coast from the hurricane. Let them be able to rebuild. Lord, you are in the blessing business, Lord. We know that you are there to help to heal all sickness, all diseases, all famine, Lord. We know that you are able to bring us through. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us through this pandemic, oh Lord. Bless my family, oh Lord, that we may be to recover from whatever Ill, illness or sickness. Father, we thank you for what you already done. You're still working miracles, Lord. We thank you. These are the blessings in Jesus' name, the grace we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. At this time, without further ado, we bring to you Dr. Kiki Michelle, Secretary Williams, and she come to you in her very own way with a message from the Lord. Greetings. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Hey, he fell before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray that you're being blessed. Yeah. Everywhere in everything, I pray that the Lord's blessings and favor are upon your life. Yes. If I would give a testimony today, I would just, I couldn't tell it all, but the theme of it would be, God has been so good. God has been so good. And for this, I will always give him praise. Today, I want to invite your attention to a familiar passage of scripture. First, Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 3. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 3. Um, it says, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them yeah. as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. So today I want to talk from a frame of mind and just walk with me a moment. And I want to talk about safety. Yeah. Safety. We used to sing a song and mostly every week. I'm in his safety. Dwell in his safety. Yeah. The safety of the Lord. Right? We used to sing that song. And the more you sing that song, the spirit and the presence of God will just fill wow. the church. And it's like, okay, you just believed with everything in you that you're safe because God is taking care of you. So 
from the perspective of today's message, I want us to think about our current world. Um, there's so much going on. Uh, I'm not sure how some people just watch news and media outlets that share um, about what's going on across the country 24 hours a day. It wow. is a lot to comprehend and digest. It really is. And, but I want us to think in terms that we have to make sure that we know and we are aware of what's going on around us and that we know that we are okay. Um, people are robbing, doing mass burglaries and home invasions. It used to be something that they would come and rob when they know you were not there or when they um, thought you were asleep. Now it's broad daylight. They don't care who's looking. Um, in terms of safety, many have invested in surveillance systems for their homes. You can look at things on your phone and program it away on a device and, and take a good look at what's going on and record. Even with those mechanisms, even with the ability for your alarm company to say, hey, something's going on at your home, we dispatch police. Even with police coming to a scene and people hear the alarm, it doesn't matter. People are just bent on wanting to be evil, to steal, rob, destroy. And so it behooves all of us, and I'm not saying this to promote fear, but I want us to be aware. We will need to be aware of our surroundings. We need to be aware of our routines. Switch up your routines. Um, yes, you get off work at, at 5 p.m. and you take the same two or three streets home and you park in the exact same location and you, you sit in the car five minutes, fidgeting with stuff. And People who, who desire to do evil are watching those patterns. So when you get to a location, you don't need to be scuffling and looking for stuff. Go ahead and get out of your vehicle and go in, in where you need to be, you know, or once you get in the vehicle from handling business or, or being somewhere, don't be just sitting there listening to music, flipping through messages, talking on the phone, get out of there. Folks are very, very um, evil at this point. I, I would just say not everybody, but our society has gotten to where people just don't care and they're not, um, there's no consciousness of lies destroyed or who they hurt or who gets hurt in the process. We've got to make sure that we understand there's a lot of gang initiations. So you can say, well, you know, I ain't got no enemies. I'm good. All my people are safe. Oh, you know, we have a great neighborhood. We look out for each other. But then you have folks who are in gang initiations and other sorts of violent gatherings who they have to prove themselves so they don't mind uh, taking someone out or maiming someone or setting a house on fire just to prove that they are worthy of the connection. Think about it, the weather and the season is starting to change, okay? People have been known to commit violent crimes in colder seasons just so that they can be prisoned and jailed and be out of the element and have food in, in the war. Think about it. It sounds crazy, but I know what I'm talking about. So it behooves all of us 
to take ownership of our safety. Somebody needs to make sure the alarm is set. Somebody needs to make sure the windows are secure. Somebody needs to make sure the locks are done. But you also can go and verify, okay? Don't just leave everything on someone else's responsibility. Make sure you close and lock the door behind you. You know, gone are the days of sleeping with your, your uh, door unlocked and open and nobody will bother you. Like, we need, to, we need to wake up and understand the world that we're living in. Um, and that's, those are physical dangers. But then you have this digital world we live in. And so there's dangers on the internet. Folks are assuming identities, lots of fraud. Um, they'll send you messages to ask you to check your email and give them the password because someone tried to lock them out, but they want to use you as a resource to unlock their account. If you give them that password that came to your account, it looks like that they're actually trying to take over your account. If you give them the password to your account, now you've just given them access. They'll change the password and lock you out of your personal information. This is for banking, social media, any type of dealings on a digital platform. I'm still talking about safety. Walk with me now. It's important. And technology changes. So you can't just say, oh, well, I have X, Y, and Z, so I'm, I'm okay. I'm not worried about it. You need to make sure you're doing your upgrades. Make sure that if there's products that science and research have now produced new information and they want to tell you, well, you know, you might want to upgrade, you want to consider it. Don't get caught up in, well, you know, this costs X amount of dollars. I'm okay. There might be security patches. There might be safety things that you need that the current platform and and, and packages don't have. So we want to start being wiser. I know you're wise. Um, I know that God is taking care of all of us, but we also have to put forth effort, okay? I can't just sit in the middle of a train track and say, well, you know, the Lord said he would be my protection and sit there hearing a train on the way. They're blowing the horn. You see the light. You hear them. They're coming towards you. You can't just be sitting there talking, oh, the Lord's going to take care of me. No, you need to get out of danger zone. <laughs> you need to wake up and move out of the way. Get away from the area. And so with safety, it might seem like certain things that you're doing to take a precaution seems a little far-fetched or you're doing too much or it don't take all of that or that's not necessary. Well, in our world, you'll be surprised at the depths people will go to get what it is that they need, okay? Every family needs to have a meeting location. God forbid something happens, where are you going to meet, okay? If everybody gets disconnected or split up or something happens, where are you going to meet? What, what is your plan? If the house catches on fire, what is your escape route? We want to start using the wisdom that God has given us and applying it. And the thing that I think that sometimes we get kind of comfortable because while well, I'm at home, out of my business, I'm good. Well, you should still have security. You should still have cameras. You should still lock your doors. You should still have an evacuation plan. You should still um, have people that you can call in case of an emergency. You know, we, we've got to stop being so uh, siloed in our existence and make sure that if there's something going on, people will know, well, let me reach out to so-and-so because I haven't heard from so-and-so. Like, what does your network look like? Who, who can you depend on? You need to start writing out a list, you know, who is my next contact, you know? And again, I'm not trying to instill fear, 
but safety is a high priority, okay? If perchance there is some type of threat on um, our, um, our digital system, that affects everything. That affects your banking, your, your home security, your internet, your ability to be online, um, your ability to handle your business and to, to take care of things that you effortlessly take care of because we've been so accepting of the platform and, and we welcome it, we use it, it benefits us, we need it at this point, but we don't want to get so relaxed. You need to go and be changing your passwords every couple of weeks on your platforms, on everything, okay? Um, when you go somewhere, you need to be able to let somebody know where you are. It's not so people can be your business and you think, you, you know, you, you know, I'm grown. It's not even about that. It's about having somebody know where you are at all times because it used to be where just those little kids being snatched. They're snatching adults. They're, they're harvesting organs. You know, people will set up an appointment and you think it's a real appointment and it's somebody and that's your last appointment. Nobody hear from you again. So we've got to make sure that we are considering things. We're not just going through happy-go-lucky, and I'm the happiest person I know. People tell you, oh my gosh, you know, calm it down a little bit. So I'm not trying to, to say you don't be happy. I'm just saying, you know, you, you still have to be wise. You have to use wisdom in every step of the way. Don't take stuff for granted, okay? Um, sometimes you might have to, decline an appointment. I remember working in my own business as a childcare provider. And because we didn't sometimes know what was happening in the lives of certain children, it's sometimes it wasn't our business to know. But for safety reasons, we didn't just allow any and everybody to come through and do tours when the children were there. It was a rule. If you call today needing care today, guess what? We're going to set you up an appointment tomorrow or for the weekend. Rarely did we let people just come and drop in and start the same moment. You got to do your checks. You got to do your, your interviews. You got you to gotta vet the process. See what it is they're looking for. See what it is you can provide. See if it's a good fit. You can't just be so um, happy that, oh my gosh, somebody's finally calling and coming by. Yeah, great. That you are not observing safety principles, okay? And as a first CPR certified instructor through the American Red Cross, there's so many more things I can say. Um, but, and I won't, but I just want you to, in our natural world, be aware of safety precautions. Take nothing for granted. Stop leaving your vehicle unlocked. Stop leaving the keys in the, in the ignition stand. I'm just going to run in here and be right back. You know, at a point, even in certain, certain colder climates, we used to be able to go out, open our vehicle, crank it up, let it warm. So everything can be ready so we can just drive off in another 10, 15 minutes. Now you come back out after doing that, there's nothing to drive off. Someone has have taken off. So be wise, be alert, be aware, okay? Um, in terms of our scripture, uh, we've got to understand that we are living in the last days, okay? And right now, there's a lot of, we're under, we got it under control, if you notice, with inflation, with the economy, with these huge job loss numbers, with the stock market tanking, with uh, prices of everything have just really, really increased beyond our own budgets. Just be real. People 
what used to cost you $100 last year, this time, now costs you about $175. The same item, okay? The same expense. Your gas tank hasn't changed. But if you notice, it's taking you a little more to, to actually fill that same volume of gas. Same principle in everything else. So we have to understand that even in these times, God is taking care of us, but we still have to use wisdom with our dealings. So, you know, you just got to say, well, what can we take? What can we go without? <laughs> what do we not want to do? You know, just to make it. Okay. But uh, in terms of our, our world, um, there is this push that peace, peace, peace. we got you covered. Don't worry about it. Um, the best is yet to come. And I want you to be aware of the undercurrent based on this scripture, okay? Because our Bible said when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. So what am I saying? Now we have um, wars going on, rumors of wars. And right now, it's not on our street. And, you know, you have to always give thanks to the men and women who served and have risked all every day for our protection. So right now, it's not on your street. It's, you know, it's not in, in certain pockets, per se, of where you live. But based on this, it shows that it's coming. So are you prepared? Do you have food in case there's no power that you can still cook? Do you have the access to uh, candles and lighting and heat sources in case your gas or your electricity does not work? Do you have what you need to maintain yourself so that you don't get dehydrated? This is the time to make sure that you have a little bit of surplus, okay? Um, it might not be caviar that you can eat. You might need to get you a couple of cans of, of Vienna sausages. Whatever it is, make sure that you are not just looking at the moment. See, what happens is the thief comes in. A thief comes in and catches people off guard. And what I'm trying to gingerly say is don't let what's coming catch you off guard. Now. It's really important to make sure that you have batteries. It's really important that you have a generator. It's really important you have plenty of water, candles, firewood, okay? I'm not, I promise you, I'm not trying to um, shake people out of their bones and get you upset, but I want you to be prepared because a lot of times we're only hearing a, a very small portion of what's really going on. And because the Lord is soon to come, the enemy know he doesn't have much time. They have actually taken uh, all stops to, to do as much destruction as possible. And based on this one scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 3, peace, peace, sudden destruction, that means something's coming. Are you ready? Are you prepared? OK, um, it's not the time to, to try to take care of the whole neighborhood. This is the time to make sure you you got your stuff together. What is it that you need in the course of a day and a week and a month to sustain you and your family? Do you have what you need? OK, um, and, and so 
sometimes people don't want to hear it because guess what? I'm at the party. Hey, I'm chilling. Hey, what's up? I'm being invited out. I'm doing this. Oh, some people are at the club. Some people vaping. Some people just living it up. And because they are caught up in that time of enjoyment, it seems, it still begs that they be aware of what's happening around. Okay? So not, I'm not even talking about the pandemic that's still on the rise and still claiming lives and other things going on in the health field. I'm, I'm just speaking in terms of your physical environment. It's, it really is time to take a moment and do an assessment of, of your home. Are, you know, are you secure? Are your windows secure? Um, just like people winterize their homes for colder weather, you know, in the end of the summer, they start trying to put their windows together and plastic over windows and, and gather firewood. Just like the ant does all summer, it's preparing for a winter, right? When they go underground, they have all they need. It's very rare that you'll see an ant in the middle of winter out looking for something. You know why? Because they prepared everything they needed prior to the season change. And my, my, my point today is safety is so important because not only in our physical world do we need to be aware of what's happening, but also in the spiritual world, okay? We have to understand how important it is for us to know that the Bible says that it's going to happen suddenly just as a woman who, who travails with child. Now, if anybody's ever been pregnant, you know that you can have you a... Um, a due date all you want to. But when that baby decides to come, if the doctor say, okay, well, good. You look like you got about eight more days. Some people have left the doctor's office and had the baby the same day, even being told you got eight more days. Things happen. Life produces, God produces life when he wants to. And it's suddenly, you can be well just sitting there at the movies or in your own comfort zone and all of a sudden go into labor. Even if you're not near term okay so and it's not a, oh wow i'm in labor Ooh. no it's travail it's strenuous it's painful it's it's anguish filled it's it's something beyond comprehension honestly so if the bible is saying that this sudden sudden destruction and, and, and the word that i want you to understand is sudden sudden destruction okay cometh upon them you know why we're too busy ignoring the signs. And just like that baby getting ready to come, this is how sudden destruction comes. And we've got to understand that we have to uh, operate in a frame of mind that we're always seeking to please God. We're always making sure that if he call our number or call for all of us at the same time, that we have uh, met conditions and that we'll hear him say, well done, okay? This verse goes on to say that after it's a sudden thing and it's almost like you're having a, you know, a baby, the woman travails in birth. It's, it's like, I don't care what appointment you have. Just this week, someone gave birth on an airplane. This week, they had to deliver the baby in midair, okay? Um, a lady was traveling from the United States to the Dominican Republic. Look it up. So the baby didn't care that the mom was on the airplane. But, you know, or, oh, my gosh, if you've been on the airplane, how tight those seats can be and all those germs and people around weirdos you don't know. When it's time for childbirth, that's what time it is. So 
because it's going to happen suddenly, you're not going to be able to escape. So what does that mean? Getting in the arc of safety. This is, this is my point. You already know that there's things happening beyond your control. Um, God is soon to come. The enemy has ramped up his ways to destroy and distract the people of God. My husband and I was uh, talking recently, and it's amazing because I'll always be a music enthusiast. I love all genres of music, mostly. But it's amazing how even, even in just being very, very objective, non-judgmental, that you can rarely see or hear or experience the difference between gospel, holy, Christian, inspirational music, and worldly music. There is no dividing line. You can't tell what's what. You have to listen to the words, but the spirit of the music in our churches has shifted. And we've actually opened the door to allow the enemy to come on in. We've opened the door to allow worldly um, attitudes and behaviors to come in that we've now watered down the principles of the church. We've watered down what we believe in and what we accept. We've lowered our standard. So I want us to all do our own self-evaluation. Make sure that your heart is right. Make sure that your intentions are right. Make sure that you're living right. Make sure that you can hear God hear you say, hear you, you can hear him say, well done. You can know without a shadow of a doubt, you've done all you were supposed to do to meet the requirements to see his face in peace. Because if you are outside of the ark of safety, and in this, in this instance, the ark of safety is knowing that you are blood-washed believer, that you've been baptized in Jesus' name, that you have been filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is leading you. I can't talk about when you got saved 90 years ago. I want to know that you, and you need to know that you are active, that your Holy Ghost is active, that God is leading you, and your flesh is behind, and you're not letting your flesh lead. And, and you got to understand that my fruit is going to show whose side I'm on. I'm going to display those attributes. So it doesn't matter what people say. You got to make sure you have this for yourself, okay? I'm in Atlanta. There are so many gangs and uh, pockets of folks who are who are attacking celebrities. They don't care who they are, how many security guards are outside or anything. They're going in with high-powered weapons and doing destruction um, if people are there. So you want to make sure that you're considering your own physical safety you want to make sure that you're guarding your mind. This is the time to put those security guards up in your mind. You can't, you can't afford in this season to just think about everything and allow the enemy to tempt you with everything and, and produce uh, situations in your mind that could lead you down the, the, the wrong path. This is our time of true reflection, men and women of God, children of God. We also need to make sure that we know without a shadow of a doubt that our our name is found written in a lamb's book of life. It doesn't matter what they call you here in this world. You know, I'm the this, I'm the that. I'll call me someone. So that's that's okay. But what 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 are we gonna be called on the day of judgment? Are we gonna be called uh, children of God and friends of God? Or are we gonna be dis, dis, um, dispersed to hell as an enemy of God? We want to make sure that we are found in safety today.
Guard your mind, guard your spirit, guard your heart, guard your intentions, guard your actions. Sometimes we have good intentions, but the enemy is so violently trying to um, discourage and discredit the children of God that they'll lie about your intentions. Make sure that your heart is pure unto God. Increase your, your fasting. Increase your prayer life. Sometimes you have to hang up the phone, people talking nonsense. Sometimes you have to decline an invitation because of what's going to be there, who's going to be there. And it's not anyone in particular that you don't want to be around. It's the spiritual world. Start looking at stuff from a spiritual perspective. And I promise you that safety will automatically be there. Because if you're leading with your spirit, you're letting God lead you. And he is the head of our life then there's so many things that we are going to be shielded from because we are in the ark of safety. My friend, my brother, safety first. You got to treat everybody like they have it, whatever it is. Protect yourself. Protect your spirit. You can't run to every conference and be at every church and, and let everybody lay hands on you. Don't, don't accept prayers for everybody. Who are they praying to? What are they praying they say they're, oh, I'm going to pray for you. But if they're praying the Lord, going to finish and taking them out, Jesus. What is that? Yes, people will pray that. You're praying for healing and hope and love and, and, and everything else. People are praying directly against what you're praying for. Learn to pray to God yourself. Stop letting folks uh, feel like they have to lay hands on you in order for you to get your breakthrough. Our breakthrough is in these 66 books. Our breakthrough is in our relationship with God. Yes, the Bible does say call for the elders of the church that they will pray for you. But in doing so, you already have the power of God in you. Use it. Activate. My friend, my brother, if you don't know the Lord in the pardon of your sins, we must all be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. And we shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. People say, well, no, I got baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Okay, well, look at it. What is the name of the Father? Name of the Father. It's not God. God is the title. God is who he is. What is his name? His name is Jesus. People say, I got, named, I got baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. What is the Son's name? The Son is Jesus. What is the name of the Holy Spirit? It's Jesus. The Lord allowed himself to be represented in three manifestations for the purposes of salvation and repentance. We got to stop just running with the, the crowd and, and find out stuff for yourself. And back in the day, you have to go all the way to the library, check out a book, or if, if there was the real information you needed in the reference section, you need to sign up, wait your turn. They're going to put you on the clock. You sit there in that area, the locked off area, and read that book or get your resources for however, you know, many minutes, 30 minutes, I'll give you 45 minutes, and you have to leave. Fast forward to today, everything is on your handheld device. Instead of being so um, enamored with what celebrities are doing and gossip, take a moment and Google the Godhead of, of Jesus Christ. Take a moment to Google um, what does it mean to have your sins remitted. Uh, take take a look and see what is really going on um, in terms of our next move. The, the Lord is moving the church <laughs> on up out of here. Yeah, he's going to elevate you. He's going to bless you while you're here. But the next move is the sound of the trumpet. Are you going to be able to hear it? Or are we going to be too 
uh, mixed up in what we're going through that we don't even hear the trumpet sound. Google this. This stuff is, this is real. This is powerful. But guess what? Don't just Google it. You want to go to Google Scholar. If you look in Google Scholar, those are real research references. Whether you agree with it or not, that's real information you can use. Right now on the regular World Wide Web, anybody can put something on the internet. We take everything we hear as the gospel off the internet. Somebody can be sitting there skunky drunk telling you stuff and, and you say, oh yeah, so-and-so said it. Okay, well do the research yourself. Study this to show your own self-approved. Okay, so we, we got to make sure we have this thing right. I'll tell you, my friends, this is not the hour to say, oh, okay, well, I ain't going to trip. No, this is the hour to make sure you have it like the Bible said. I don't care if your friends and family say, well, no, that ain't how we were raised. You need to make sure that the, uh, on Judgment Day that you hear him say, well done. He's not going to have no family reunion on Judgment Day. We all got to stand there by ourselves and speak and give an account for ourselves. Don't get it twisted. People say, well, you know, well, this has been our tradition. Good. But I want to have it the way the Bible say, because you only got one time. <clears throat> to have a soul are you gonna lose it or save hallelujah so please 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 consider safety get in the ark of safety consider your surroundings guard your mind up your safety procedures around your space what is your evacuation plan the evacuation plan for us to get up out of here is to make sure we have like the bible says holy living and even when people do you wrong, that's not your that's not your indication to get them back. God said, I am the Lord. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, save the Lord. So guess what? Let God take care of them and that and it. You handle your business and he will handle yours. God bless you. Thank you for that wonderful message coming from Dr. Kiki Michelle, Secretary Williams. We are just grateful for what the Lord has been doing in our lives. Thanking him for every day that we are alive. Call a friend, share this information, our website, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Our information is on the screen. You can follow us. You need to call us, call us. Dr. Kiki Michelle, Secretary Williams, 404-477-7195 is her direct number. For bookings, she is available. For singing engagement, speaking engagements, she is available. We are on tour. Looking forward to coming to the city near you. Follow us for more information or you can call me directly, Mr. Carlisle. Follow us on Instagram. I am Mr. Carlisle. Call me at 470-418-7277. We will provide you with all the information of our upcoming events. Looking forward to hearing from you. Have a great, great day. God bless you. May heaven continue to smile upon you. Wants to be loved by somebody, yeah.
gonna take a walk and come. 